Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachos Daf Ayin Aleph. We are in the seventh parak talking about the halachas of Zimun. And the Mishnah tells us that if people ate prohibited foods, so it, even though they technically were eating and their mouths were moving, but that doesn't count for the bracha. So for example, Aval Achal Tebel, if they were eating Tebel, or somebody was eating Tebel, Umayasar Rishon, Shalonitul which again, these are prohibited things, Umayasar Shani Vahektish Shalonitul So in all these cases, um, it doesn't count. So it's an interesting thing that even though they were eating, it doesn't really count. So um, there's a whole machokas, as we mentioned earlier, and we'll talk about it more also about whether um, Zimun is like a part of the benching or if it's a preamble to benching. But basically, um, the Rambam and Hilchus Brochus says explicitly um, that um, even even um, when it comes to the halachas of brachas of azon, um, one cannot make a bracha on eating food that's not supposed to be consumed, and one, uh, that, that includes a bracha rishona and bracha achrona. Uh, the Riven and the Rush um, actually argue with this, um, and they say that um, it's true that a person who ate, um, the, the Riven is there in Hilchas Brachas, where he argues with the Rambam and the Rush is uh, in Masechas um, Brachas, Os Zion Beis. So he says that. Um, yes, it's true. The Mishnah says that one who eats prohibited food can't count towards the Zimun. However, um, they would still have to bench, and they would still be mechayev to bench. And this is a big machlokes aposkim exactly how this works. There's a very interesting discussion about what what the Yerushalmi means here as to whether uh, we'll see this more later. But Taz has a whole shot as well. Um, for example, um, not 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 for the scope of here, but there's a whole discussion in the post game also whether if somebody eats tray food if they make a bracha as well because Hashem doesn't give you permission to eat tray food so why should you make a bracha on it and most post can say that one does not um, of course hopefully in most cases a person's not doing that on purpose so then the question becomes let's say somebody's eating um, food that is tray uh, for me- medicinal purposes so it's also a shiloh or if somebody's eating on Yom Kippur of course we we know that they do make a bracha because the food itself isn't the iser it's the achila of Yom Kippur but for them it's mutter so. A lot of interesting stuff. Lastly, I want to leave off that there's machlokas. It's very, very complicated how to read it. If you want to look, there's different gearsos. But basically, um, the question is, when are you considered part of the zimun? Meaning, what does that mean? So the Gemara says um, that mostly on it's very short Ahmed, but basically um, it's machlokas between two amaroim. One of them says as soon as a group decides they want to eat together, they're called the zimun, and they decide they want to eat together, which which seems to imply that even if somehow they don't end up eating together. That's still enough that since they were Kovea themselves, they're not like a bench. And then um, the other one says that, um, and, and and of course, even if you didn't decide to eat together, if you just end up eating a Kazayas together, um, then that also counts. And again, there's there's a lot of discussions here, like let's say two people are eating and then a third person comes later and he eats with one of them, but not with both of them. Does that count? Etc. A lot of people are making on these things. Um, and the other opinion says that no. Um, if you ate together, that's called um, beginning the meal together, all three of them. Um, or if you finished eating together, that's also, so that das of just thinking about sitting down doesn't really count. And again, there's a whole discussion as to what the Yerushalmi actually means way beyond the scope here. There's a famous Rabbi Yonah and Brachos that has a whole shot over here. If you look at the Haredim again, he really just cuts through a suga in a brilliant, brilliant way. Mamish. Rabbani Tsarfas, he says, and Rabbi Yonah and the Rush, they all say, uh, they explain the Gemara one way that it's asking the same kasha as the Babli. And then there's a whole different Mahalik that says that it's not discussing the question of the Babli at all. But again, the, the contrast of what Bobby and Yerushalmi are saying is just fascinating. I am Shum. I hope, hope you have a great day.